You are listening to Seeking the Hidden Thing with Kryptos. The Political Illusion Part 2. The Autonomy of Politics. Alul argues that politics in a world of necessity, that is, a world where there is sin and evil, runs by its own rules, and ethical politics is not really possible or advisable. The Monopoly of Force. As Alul opens this section, he accepts Machiavelli's argument that politics must be understood as its own autonomous category, governed by its own rules. At its most basic, politics is about what is most effective and efficient. You must deal with the political realm as it is, not as we would like it to be. As a background, we must see that Alul, as a Christian, understands that the world is fundamentally flawed by human sinfulness by humanity's inborn capacity for evil. The reality of evil and humanity's propensity to do what is evil must be faced head-on by Christians. He argues that in a world where there is evil, there are times one must do things that are necessary in order to deal with existing evil. Sometimes it is necessary to commit acts of violence, but this necessity does not make these acts good or moral or Christian. Alul argues for a strict separation of the Christian from that of violence. Even though violence is necessary, it should not, nor can it be, justified by the saving work of Jesus. You commit violence knowing it is an unjustifiable evil act, but one that is necessary. For a fuller understanding, I invite you to read my piece on Alul's book, Violence. I would argue that Alul does something similar with the political realm, Politics is part of that which is necessary. As we will see later, he argues that a Christian politics will be impossible, hypocritical, and disastrous. Since Machiavelli, Alul explains, the only criteria by which a state can be judged is its effectiveness. Once this is acknowledged, though, regardless of the form with which the state takes, it renders all states essentially the same in practice. Whether a country is a republic, as a parliamentary system with a monarch or as authoritarian, the only criterion which matters is the efficacy of the state. An effective authoritarian government is better than an ineffective system of democratic republicanism. You may feel morally superior living in an ineffective democratic regime, but that superiority is based on an illusion, a false judgment of the autonomous nature of politics. All moral conclusions about the particular form of a state are illusory. Once we recognize that politics is its own autonomous realm, governed by its own rules, its own necessity, we can look at it properly with unclouded eyes. If we accept the autonomy of politics, how do we judge the legitimacy of a state if we cannot do it on moral grounds? Lul argues that all states are founded by force, by violence. There is no exception to this. A state gains legitimacy when it can defend itself from its neighbors. Quote, In the present world, the state is taken seriously only when it threatens or defends itself in a fight to the death against some grave danger to its existence. Unquote. Carl Schmidt would approve. Quote, we will find that powers which are able to maintain themselves are legitimate. Unquote. There are two sources of legitimacy that must work together for a regime to secure and maintain its legitimacy. One, support by the people. Two, recognition by other states. 
In practice, though, because the first criteria can be and generally is manufactured through propaganda, the only actual marker of legitimacy is that the state is recognized as a state by other states. There are no moral criteria. The worst despots, once recognized, are legitimate. North Korea's state is as legitimate as that of the United States of America. The Taliban are legitimate because the U.S., through its actions, has recognized them as legitimate. Alul argues that once the autonomy of politics is recognized, there is no longer any normative power to law. If law collides with the facts on the ground, the law will be changed to conform with political realities. You can see the truth of this necessity when a state applies the use of force, of violence. The law is made to conform to the state's use of force. With this in mind, we must understand that the police and the military are the same. They are both applications of state force. Any differences are illusory. Both the military and the police apply force on behalf of the state. The law will not restrain the use of force by the government. The idea of the rule of law is a fiction, an illusion. You have been listening to a free preview. To listen to the remainder of this episode and gain access to the full archive of Seeking the Hidden Thing audio and written materials, head over to the main page at seekingthehiddenthing.com and subscribe. Your support is greatly appreciated.